following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Made love. Made love. This week is... Uh... Oh, man. I just... <laughs> I mean, you did say it might be like a full potter. Yeah, this is bad. Like, at first I was like, oh, this could be two. And then, like, as I dig into it, I'm like... Oh, Jesus, I don't even know if I want to make these episodes long enough to make it a two. Like, oh, it's bad. But is that bad? It's bad. Like, oh. they love. Does it happen in Oklahoma? No. Oh, thank God. All right. All right. <laughs> just just because of that, maybe it's off to a lighter start for me already. Yeah. You know? Just because it's not Oklahoma. Although, they love. Is okay. that bad? <laughs> Jesus. What are you doing this week? This is Eddie's Hello. What? got to pick a serial killer can i and i was like yeah sure who you got for me and he was like do 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 and i'm like oh who the fuck is that he's like well he does this this and that and we'll get into it because i don't want to say it right now but yeah so this is eddie's fault this is eddie's fault i see how you cracked on the pressure there late love late love (laughs) i was like I'm, like, reading this stuff, and I was like, I am so tired. Like, I can't even do this. This is just so much. I mean, needless to say, this is the last time Eddie gets to pick a person. Yes, no, no. Eddie's <laughs> definitely not picking anybody for a long while. A while. God, it must be that bad. It is. You are... Listening. And why does Eddie know about it? That's I don't what know. I want That's to know. what I'm wondering, How come you didn't know? <laughs> I don't know either. I was like, what? We went on Chris's podcast and it was more of like a review for you. I know. <laughs> more informative for me, but like, how did you not know this? I don't know. I don't know. even know what it is. I know I don't know it, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. Late love. I was just in shock and awe. Oh, like, I didn't even disrespect Sophia this week by like pretending she even wow. told the story about this man. It's just crazy. I'm just going to read a letter to you that he wrote. To who? Who'd he write it to? He wrote it to the parents of oh god, a person that he killed. Oh god, yeah. How long was the letter? Was it like lengthy? It's pretty lengthy. It's long winded. Like, really? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Well, oh, well, oh, yeah, right. oh sorry. <laughs> Before all that shit. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm Courtney and I'm Cat, and this is Wine, Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms. Oh my. I definitely feel like we're a lot more energetic this week than we were last week. Which is ironic because it's fucking 1030 at night. Well, last week we recorded like on Easter. It was just a stressful day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the the Weaster. Yeah. (laughs) The Weaster episode. Yeah. Oh, God, love. But I I do. I And you know why I feel more relaxed? I do feel so much better than I did fucking 12 hours ago. (laughs) I was having like a mental breakdown. Yes, you were. I fucking cried, like, ugly cry last night. He was like, babe, I don't think I can get off the phone until I know you're okay. <laughs> so please just stop crying. I was like, oh, just so sad. He's like, oh, God, what do I do? Oh, I love. <laughs> it was, oh, 
it was awful. And then today I just couldn't do anything. I was like, oh God, like I just felt terrible. I couldn't eat. I bought some appetizing shit. I got a rotisserie chicken. Layla, I went into Wegmans. Fucking six rotisserie, six? Six or seven, I counted. Yeah. Six or seven rotisserie chicken. Game on. The lady almost fucking cut me off for one. What? By the time I left, all of them, even the plain one. Oh, wow. God. The plain, and the plain one is plain. Oh, like, God. Like, when I, I used to buy my rotisserie chickens from Tops. Yes. And, like, when you get a plain yes. one from Tops, that shit is still nice and, exactly. mm, like, salty. <laughs> you know, they throw a little sauce on that bit. Oh, my God. But, you know, when you walk into Tops, once you get to, like, the back section where they cook and stuff, you always hear the reggaeton on the radio. Of course. <laughs> they always play Hispanic music. It is fucking amazing. I like Always. It. It's like a throwback to my mama's house on the weekend. <laughs> a little house music. Yes. Uh. Yes. It always sets the mood. But exactly. Plain is fucking plain with Wegmans. Oh, oh man. Like, they mean not a lick of salt. Not no butter. Right. Like, they are right. just like, not you get butter. the chicken and some water. <laughs> oh, God. And it just upsets me. But what makes me mad about this Wegmans is that they don't crisp it up enough. So I, I think know. I'm going to throw that bitch in the toaster oven. You should. They love bake it for a couple. Mm, nice exactly. and crispy. Exactly. You know, I'm trying to switch to the overnight schedule anyway. So my dinner is at, like, midnight. So I'm actually right on time. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Listen. We got to present the wine before the letter. Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. I wasn't feeling too hot. When I went to the liquor store today, uh-huh. everything sounded awful. Did it? Everything sounded awful. I wanted to try red wine, and then I was going to do the bestie bubbly that we've been meaning to try. And then I was like, maybe bubbly ain't the way. Yeah. And I was like, okay, make better choices. And then I thought about a red wine, and I was like, mm, maybe also not the way. Yeah, no. So then we've been hitting it with the with the light, crispier stuff. Yeah. So I just picked a watermelon flavor. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Like my stomach feels so much better. I don't know how it's gonna feel once it starts going in. So I got water and I'm ready. But it's definitely not a loser. No, it's a family, <laughs> so it's always a nice, nice sweet tasting. Exactly. So I'm hoping that like the, you know, it's been nice recently, mm-hmm. and we had some decent weather. I had the windows open. My heat's been on for like a, for a minute. Yeah. Oh, a minute, Layla. So I'm just like, let's keep it on the lighter side. So um. It's from Gallo Family Vineyards Sweet Watermelon. Oh, wait. This is the one that fucking has the same. Does it have the same description on this <laughs> bottle, too? Is Layla, I'm telling you, it's a standard description. You know what? I'm going to write a letter. This is rude. <laughs> like, bitches, we're trying to fucking. Individualize. Exactly. Like, we're trying to talk up your wine. And which, it does taste good. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you could do a little better. Right. You you You're going to use the same one? Yeah. They couldn't even change the situations as in. Like, right. You can drink it at a barbecue. You can drink it at a... <laughs> nah, it's like the same. And then you had to my day. Yeah. Like... <laughs> exactly. I feel like I painted a better picture for the crisp watermelon wine than this fucking description in the bag. <laughs> but yeah. Should I read it? I don't know. I guess read it. Why not? Okay. It's hilarious. Wonderful watermelon. Sweet watermelon is deliciously sweet and slightly fizzy, fruity and light-bodied, with a rich, long-lasting taste. Watermelon is a perfect complement to your favorite meal at parties or as a sweet treat to enjoy on your own. Serve chilled. Ooh. <laughs> well, this time at least they didn't say it was like a mix of tropical flavors. That's so they true. changed it a little That's bit. That's true. They cut what some stuff out. last time? Peach oh, we had the, yeah, we had peach and we had strawberry. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I take maybe a little bit of the shit talking back, but not maybe, a lot. But not a lot. Because it's basically the same. It's just a little right. different. Right. Right. Oh, whatever. Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I feel like I'll probably need it for this episode. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it, and I was like, maybe we should have brought the bowl in here, too, because we might need... <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're ready. I mean, we're ready for a late love. How, how terrible was this person? Like, Jesus Christ. So, I... Like, normally, you know how I just go through from birth to end, like, their lives? Yeah, yeah. This time, I actually kind of gave an explanation of how fucked up this individual is. Like, gave examples of how fucked up he is before even telling you about his life and birth and everything else. Mm -hmm. Just to, like, let our listeners know that you are about to get into some shit. Like, you are stepping balls deep into a shit pile. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I I would imagine that some people are going to be like... I want to listen to this. <laughs> wow, that bad, huh? Is that that bad? big of a shit pile? Oh, big, huge, gigantic. That's awesome, Lady Love. I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the sad thing is, this is just part one, so this isn't even like deep into it. This is going to be like from his birth into like him starting to get bad. Okay. And like his starting to get bad is like awful. Does he live long? 60s? Oh, that's pretty long for somebody who's evil. Yeah. Like, he, this dude was, like, Satan at birth. Just. Damn. But, yeah. Well, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking ready for it, like, love. Fuck it. Let's just jump right in. Oh, God. Clink. Clink. Cheers. I love cheers. Not bad. No, it's not bad. It's different. We tried a watermelon wine before, right? I didn't make that up. No, we had watermelon mimosas before. Is that what it was that we made? Mm-hmm. I thought we tried a, uh, when we, when... Oh, we did try a watermelon right? wine, yeah. Different one, from it. Yeah, that one was more sweeter. This one is more like... Yeah. I don't want to say tart, because it's not really tart, but it's, like, not sweet. True. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's definitely not bad, you know, on my stomach. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe something too sweet would have probably killed me. Yeah. Maybe. Honestly, I feel like the wine from last week, though, was kind of a winner above this one. I seen it. I seen it. Wine? Yeah, I yeah. seen it. And they had a coconut something one. Yeah, I was looking at that. What I kind of want to try. You want to try it? Yeah, I'm down for it. I fucking love coconut. Yeah, me too. Okay. okay. And then I seen the sangria one. After trying that one, I'm kind of not against you know. Yeah. Doing it up. Okay. We I'm not against it. it. We could do it last. You know, yeah. in the trio. I mean, yeah. Fuck it. Try all three of them. Yeah. Why not? Oh, I'm down for it. Lay love. Let's do it. Yes. All right. Well, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. No, definitely not at all. But if you want, like, a watermelon sweet wine, I would say go with the Glenora one that we had before. Yeah. This would not be it. This is definitely, like, a tartier one. Yeah. But not tarty because that's the thing. That is just not tarty. It's just definitely not as sweet with its taste. Like, the other one, I think, tasted more almost like juice. Yeah. And I think I said that. I'm like, that's fucking dangerous. You could just sip on it and then be like, ooh, I have some more juice. Yeah, no. This one, you can definitely tell there's alcohol in it. Yes. Okay. Oh, I like it. Okay. So, lay it on me, they love. Dear Mrs. Bud, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma Captain John Davis sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was one to three dollars a pound. So great was the suffering among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. 
part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out mm. and just what you wanted cut from it. Oh. Uh, so I skimmed this letter. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm actually reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, Whoa. is sold as veal cutlets, brings the highest price. <laughs> On the pretense of taking her to a party, you said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to remain outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped all my clothes off. I knew if I did not, I would get her blood on them. When <laughs> okay, so I said it was long-winded. <laughs> I agreed. And just as a reminder, this is a letter that was sent to the person who he's describing, parents. Oh. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in the closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run down the stairs. I grabbed her and she said she would tell her mama. First I stripped her naked, how she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her in small pieces so I could take the meat to my rooms, cook, and eat it. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. (laughs) It took me nine days to eat her entire body. I did not fuck her though. I could have if I wished. She died a virgin. reading about this person <laughs> i don't know what the oh my god so this is the little girl that he killed her name was grace bud oh wow yeah she was only 10 oh no so he murdered children yep this is what he did <sighs> so this week <laughs> we are discussing <laughs> hamilton howard fish better known as albert fish an American serial killer, sadomasochist, child rapist, and cannibal who was actively committing crimes for around 10 years, murdered and ate three children definitely, and claimed to have victimized anywhere between 9 to 100 plus children before he was captured at the age of 64. Get the fuck out of here. He was known as a psychiatric phenomenon, because he exhibited characteristics of all four serial killer categories, which is a visionary killer because God, quote unquote, told him to kill, mm-hmm. a missionary killer because he killed a child so she would not grow up to be a whore. Oh, shit. Which that was his reasoning for killing Grace because oh. he didn't want her to grow up to be a whore, so he killed her and ate her. Okay. A power control killer and a hedonistic killer. A what? Hedonistic. What does that mean? So it's like, I don't know how to explain it right, uh-huh. but it's like a super awful killer. Okay. A power control killer is someone that like strangles and stuff like that, but yeah. he did like, he like mutilated bodies oh, also. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get it. So the other names that he was given, mm-hmm. like that people knew him for, because this was in the 1800s is when he started out, um, were... The Gray Man, The Werewolf of Wisteria, The Brooklyn Vampire, The Moon Maniac, The Boogeyman, The Ogre of Murder Lodge. What the fuck? The Orgiastic Fiend. <laughs> That's and, a little... Hey. Yeah. It's a little out there. Okay. Well, 
not really when you're talking about him. Oh, God. <laughs> and the aged thrill killer. Oh. So these were just some of his names that people had given him. You said this happened, like, in the early 1800s? So he was born in um, 1870. Okay. But he, like, committed crimes basically through his, like, entire life. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So a judge who was given access to Albert, who I later go and start calling him Aspert, mm-hmm. because I couldn't even think of something terrible to call him. I was like, this dude's just evil. What do I say? He just roasted a 10-year-old ass. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? How evil is that? After talking about, like, and the way he did it, too, it was so long-winded, bro. Like, you're telling right. stories about eating kids in fucking China. The old cutlets. Yeah. Whatnot, you know? Yeah. He wasn't schizophrenic. He was definitely crazy. Like God they, is telling him to kill. He's hearing voices. Yeah, he was hearing voices. And, and again, a lot of schizophrenics aren't dangerous, per se. Yeah. I mean, they can be. But does... See, that verge is on that. Mm-hmm. Does it make him a serial killer? Didn't we talk about this before? Yeah. Does it make him a serial killer or does it make him sick? It. So, in his case, it was just kind of like a melting pot of shit that turned him into... He was hallucinating, in. too, you said? Yeah. So, he was like... His family had a long history of psychosis in it, Uh so it was kind of, like, genetically there. Plus, during this time, we obviously know people didn't exactly take care of their kids in the best ways. Yeah. So, he kind of just, he was, like, fucked from the start, just the way his upbringing was. And not that it's an excuse, because there's definitely no excuse for how evil this dude was. Yeah. But he was kind of fucked from the beginning. Okay. A judge who was given access to Albert's information put him at 15 murder victims and molestation victims in the hundreds. Damn. So I'm going to tell some stuff about him so that people can decide whether or not they want to listen to this episode. (laughs) This is the pre-warning. Yes. So Albert Fish amazed his psychiatrist because he practiced every sexual abnormality known to the doctor, including but not limited to eating shit. Wow. Drinking urine. Ugh. Peekerism towards himself and others, which is like stabbing with needles. Oh my golly. Genital mutilation, cannibalism, and pedophilia. That is just a whole brand new load of fucked up, laid love. You know how you you like, there's levels of weak, like this dude had no, like there was no, there was no roof on this one. To eat shit. Yeah. To eat shit, lady love? He ate shit feces. I draw the line uh, on bodily fluids on me. Like, you know, I'm down for a good time. Yeah. Bodily fluids on me? <laughs> oh, no. Make it stop right now. We're not even going to get there. You better not because I'm going to chop it off. Like, and he's over here like, put it in a jug. I want to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's so gross. <laughs> and like, the other day I made asparagus. Oh, I love asparagus. I love asparagus, oh. too. But it makes my pee smell really weird. Oh, come on, Layla. That's a given with these asparagus. No, I know. But, like, as I was doing this research, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I had to, like, ew, pee or whatever. And I was that? like, oh, God. Like, ew. It's disgusting. It's all hot. <laughs> you know what I wanted you to do? Eat some asparagus before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Make it nice and bitter for me. Okay? Ew. What do you want to eat today? Do you want to eat burritos? Oh, yeah. Wow, loaded bean burritos with cheese on it. Oh, oh, God. I mean, if he sprayed it on a fucking, on a tortilla, it might look oh, like God. Or <laughs> Well, I figured maybe it was like in a bowl and he ate it like ice cream. Oh, no. He would just like bare hands it. Wow. Because yeah. it was usually during like sex. Oh. 
Yeah. And who can poop on command during sex? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I want to I just poop regular. Like, <laughs> oh, they love your poor bowel system. It's just not good. It's not good. <laughs> and this dude is over here like, you know what would turn me on? If you pop the squat I know. right now. If you drop that deuce right on this chest right here. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would be like, bro, I am out of here. No, thank you. Wait, look, we it's just... cool that that's what you're into, but like, oh no, popping a squat and just having, okay, oh no, mm-hmm. no, 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 oh no. <laughs> we just talked about how my reaction would be to someone spitting on me. Yeah, yeah. You, Could you, you? It was not well for you, dude. It wouldn't even make it that far. Once a person got into any position, they're getting kicked over, and I'm out. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm screaming rape and I'm running. Like, you see them pucker their lips and you're like, I know where this is going. Yeah. You better not try to spit on me, motherfucker. Exactly. I'm not about it. Oh, God. Okay. How? I don't know. Okay. He went to a psychologist, though? So he went to a psychologist after he had gotten arrested for something. So it was like mm. a prison psychologist. Mm. Because after he got like arrested for all of this, he actually seen a doctor. Okay. And they like... So after he got arrested for all this, he got out? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. I was just, I wanted to be clear on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Lately, no. the sentencing with some, oh, oh, God, God. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Smell my leg a little, a little too hard, and I knocked the damn table ah. over, and now I can't, oh, there we go. Technical difficulties. Oh, sorry, guys. Okay. We'll be right back with you. Oh. <sighs> we gotta get, a, we have to get those little arm things, like the microphone arms that yeah. Chris had. Yeah, but we need to get a three table. I know. <laughs> I felt so official when we were there. We had, like, headphones on and shit. Yeah, it was so much fun. Okay. No more swinging legs anywhere. I know. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Okay. So, Albert had this funny masochistic habit of sticking needles into his body, Mm. mainly in his taint and or gooch (gasps) area. Beach area? Gooch. Yeah. La gooch. (laughs) Ew. An x-ray that was done after his arrest at the age of 64 showed that he had 29 needles inside of his pelvic region. That's not counting ones that had decayed from being inside of him for so long. What the fuck? Yeah, so he would stick needles into his own body. And just leave them in there? Yeah, because he he didn't want to take them out. Like, he was, like, into being hurt. Like, massive pain. They love, this is just the beginning. Oh my god, no wonder you gave a fucking disclaimer. That's disgusting. <laughs> he would leave them in there? Oh yeah, there's like a picture. Can you imagine? It's probably fucking rusty and shit. Well, that's what they're saying is that he had 29 needles inside of him, but some of them had rusted away and like... Oh, like what did it do? I wonder what it did. If they just rusted away, can your body absorb all that? Imagine rusty ass needles. This dude probably had tetanus. <laughs> He was probably dying from some fucking sexually transmitted disease that made him crazy. It was probably... I mean, he lived pretty de- decently long. That's a pic- the Whoa, x-ray of his pelvis. Oh, my gosh. And I want to know how he didn't poke anything important. How is that? What is that big needle? I'm surprised he didn't poke his bladder. Like, that's what I'm saying. But you know what? Maybe he poked his bladder, but because he didn't pull it out. It, like, just stayed there? Yeah. He had to have punctured something. You cannot tell me 
Now, another person in the medical field cannot look at this and tell me that he didn't fucking puncture something for sure. Look at how big that needle is on the side. Yeah, that one's gigantic. Right, it looks like he had to hammer that shit in there. I mean, look at that one in his, like, butt area or whatever. Ooh, maybe he put them up his ass. Some of them were up his ass. Some were like in the in the gooch area between the asshole and his in his balls. So maybe those are in his colon, the ones that are like sitting there clustered. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe they're in his colon. And he just. I mean, if he fucking wants to live in constant pain. But I mean, like, look at this one that's on his hip. How do how do you? Yeah, how do you shit? Like, if you have needles in your colon, though, because wouldn't they try to come out? I would assume so. Like, your body can't hold on to that. Well, they did Where were they sitting? They were just, just eating them. They were just in there. Like, he would just, like, jam Unless them Unless he into... fucking jammed them into his bladder this way. It could be. He would, like, just jam them into his skin and then, like... But that's, like, this whole area here. Yeah, he would, like, all in there. Bladder's right here. Mm. They, they said he usually would, like, Ooh! upward. Yeah, like, into the... Man, he yeah. was... Did, that, did they take him out for him? No, they left him in there. <laughs> I mean, why are they going to take him out? I mean, I, they probably couldn't by that time. And, but to be fair, this was also fucking the 18, 19, early 1900s, Yeah, right? early 1900s. Okay. Oof. Man, so, I need to drink some more. I know. <laughs> this is fucking rough. Lay love, how did you do research for this? My heart is, like, pounding. Oh, I don't even know. Lay did love. we lock the door? <laughs> I locked the downstairs door. Which that, I oh, okay. Oh, God. I was just like, I don't even know... Like, I'm doing the research, and I was like, I don't know how I can... I can't squeeze this into two. There's no way. Like, there's literally no way. I can't. It's not possible. I think just with my amount of reactions, we... It just... I just don't know. Yeah. Like... It's not possible. Like, I'm, this is probably going to be a three-pot of maybe four. Wow. This is intense. Yeah. So... I would say. He tried sticking needles into his testicles, but it hurt too much. So that one he oh, didn't Oh, that do. one didn't go down. Yeah, no. Okay. That one didn't go down. Whoa. One of his favorite pastimes, though, that made him feel really sexy was to stick rose stems with, like, a rose on it, you know, like a rose, Uh into his urethra, a.k.a. the pee hole, and once it was inside of him, securely. Securely? Yeah. They fucking strapping the rose down, they love? What the fuck? Well, he would dance around in front of the mirror naked with a rose sticking out of his peen. And swinging his dick around with his rose inside of his weenie, admiring himself. And once he was satisfied, sexually satisfied, he would pull the rose out of his peen and then eat it. Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, my love! I fucking perked myself with my mini, with my mini rose card, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, ow! Like, I'm gonna die! <laughs> Exactly! And this dude sticking a whole rose stem into his peen with a rose on the end of it. I mean, I'm sure it, for like visual appearance, uh, uh, like visual appealing, appealing, it was very it was very visually appealing. To have a rose. Flowers are beautiful. I mean, flowers are you beautiful. You know what I mean, my love? But like, can you imagine a dude just standing there like helicoptering with like a rose sticking out of his dick? That he shoved it up there with a bunch of thorns. Ooh, you know how much that you uh, I hope had? he took the thorns off. No, listen, if this dude is going to go all in, fuck it. Leave the thorns on. That's probably what he did. Exactly. So he probably scratched all the way up and scratched all the way down and then fucking ate that shit up. Fucking urethra meat and all. I know. That's disgusting. And that's what the other thing I don't get. Like, why rose? do you want to eat it? Right. You eat the rose? Yeah. Like, why? Why? Just eat. It sounds like he wants to eat himself. 
He wants to eat everything, apparently. Oh, God. I can't move any extremity today. (laughs) So, a lot of what is known about Albert Fish comes from the interviews that he had done with the psychiatrist tasked with determining his sanity, Dr. Mm -hmm. Frederick Wortham from Bellevue Hospital. And obviously, he was just trying to determine if he was sane to stand trial. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, Asbert, Albert... Love to shock people. So some of these things, like although coming straight from the horse's mouth, may be over-exaggerated, but it's definitely mostly true. Mm-hmm. For sure, because they have like witnesses and people to back it up. Mm. So this dude definitely was crazy. I mean, he obviously shoved needles inside of himself like they seen it in an x-ray. So I kind of don't doubt this rose thing. <laughs> yes, Satan? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. Oh, pardon me. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was also definitely all thorns in with the rose thing. Oh, it has to be. Like, there's no way he didn't. Like, shove was... needles? He tried to shove a needle through his testicle and said, ow. That hurts too much. After sticking some in his fucking taint and butt? Yeah. Like, Come on. Like, I just... You remember when you were a kid and you would eat, like, sunflower seeds? You ever eat the shells and then, like, you poop and it's, like, stabbing you in your butthole? (laughs) It's like I shouldn't have eaten those shells. Yeah! (laughs) And it, like, burns all the way down. Like, this dude is stabbing himself in the asshole with needles. Yeah. And, like, leaving them in there. For them to just sit there and rot. Yeah. Like... I would imagine that maybe some of the ones that he put in mm-hmm. maybe like migrated up. It could be. Right? And they were just like floating in there. Oh, so disgusting. How do you explain so many fucking needles in there? Like <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around it. I just kinda of felt like it one day. I wonder what I wonder what that urethra was like. Oh, I don't even know how he peed. Right. He, like he had to piss blood all the time. Oh, easily. Like I shoving a bunch of rose stems in there. But Honestly, stuff like this, like the fact that he's living throughout the early 1900s and doing all this shit to himself and he lived to over the age of 60, kind of gives me hope that I'm going to live for a while. Oh, yeah, for sure, Lila. We're going to make it for uh, a while on this planet. Yeah, like, I mean, you're probably maybe going to get to see some gray hairs. Maybe not. It might be those Asian genes. I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to make it to a full head of gray hair, probably by 50, but, you know. Silver fox they love. Silver fox. God, it annoys me. <laughs> but we'll make it. We'll That's make it. it as long time. as your face looks young, it doesn't matter what your hair looks like. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And we're doing pretty good on this part. Yeah, that's very true as well. Our skincare routine is pretty on point. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. Moisturizing is the key, guys. It is. Moisturize. Every morning. Moisturize. And at night. Mm-hmm. Put some cream on your face. It's nice. <laughs> and on your body. Exactly. <laughs> right and tight, people. Okay, skincare tips from the lady loves. I know. <laughs> That's like your one good thing out of this whole episode. <laughs> right? I know. Oh, God, let's oh, hear about man. this moron. Okay, so he is known for also sending terrible and disgusting letters to, like, random women for no reason other than to just, like, fuck with them. Mm-hmm. So he would send, like, obscene letters to people. He actually got arrested at some point for sending an obscene letter to someone. Who does that? Uh, I mean... I get it. Back then, there was no texting, but yeah, <laughs> fuck. I know. I was saying. And plus, this dude's like, do you want to waste a postage on it too? And be like, sir, did you send this letter? Yeah. Like, can you stop? Just you put a return address on here, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what did the letter say? It made me wonder. Like, if this, if that was the letter that he wrote to the girl's parents, what would he say to like other people? 
I don't even know. I'm sure I can look it up. Once, probably in the other parts, I'll like look it up and because I didn't even. Really I don't even want to know. They love after hearing that one with the with the ass roasting. I'm good on letters. <laughs> I'm good. Like I hope that was probably the last letter in the series <laughs> because mm, 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 I don't no. know. No, it's just so gross. Like as soon as I read it, like I'm a very visual. You think of like, you think about what you read. Yeah, so put like, a picture together. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a very visual reader, and so as I'm reading this, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm picturing a poor little baby's Aww. butt cheeks. Because you know how cute little babies are when they're born. They want to eat them. Well, he literally wanted to eat them. Well, he literally did eat them. Have you seen that movie Snowpiercer with Chris Evans? No. I think the whole concept of that movie is like to eat a baby. Ew. But it's like. I gotta watch it again. It's a really good movie. But, like, the concept of it is, like, that the baby is, like, tender and has, like, good meat. And I know there's something, like, something with humans and wanting to eat babies. Well, I mean, we do. And, like, wanting to bite them and shit. Well, we do buy, like, baby turkeys and baby chickens and shit to eat them because they're usually more tender. Oh. And, you like, think it correlates to the, to the size of a baby? Roasted well, up like a little chicken? <laughs> no, I think it's more or less just like the coming out because it's just oh brand new. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Not used muscle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why it's tender. Yeah. Ew, I would never want to eat a baby though. Like, who wants to eat a baby? It's so cute. Well, that's what veal is. It's like a baby cow. I think I've never had veal, and I don't plan on it. Mm. You know, I'm not weird with my meats. Yeah, that's true. I did cow tongue, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, is it maybe less adventurous next? Yeah. Time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Veal. Baby cow? Yeah, I'm pretty sure a veal is like a young calf. Why did I think a veal was a part of the body? Wait. What? What? A- you thought a veal was a part of the body? I think so, but maybe I'm confusing it with something else. With liver? Why did Why did I think veal and liver were like connected? I mean, you could have thought it was the same thing. Because they call cow stomach tripe, so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally lost on that food journey. Oh, yeah. It's like, I didn't know what veal was either because, like, Dev was talking about it the one day. Have you had veal? Yeah, I tried it. I mean, it just tastes like meat. Like, it doesn't taste different to me. It tastes like chicken. (laughs) Or, like, like just beef. Yeah, it's just like beef. It didn't taste like. Oh, venison is deer. Yeah, venison is deer. Never mind. Never mind. I'm I'm all fucked up in the game. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Back to the story. I'm I'm just like that lady love. One day, Dev said, do you want some... I can't even remember what the fucking word was. But he was like, it's lamb. And I was like, why couldn't you just say lamb? Like, There's another word for lamb other than lamb? Yeah, I guess so. I wonder what the fuck it is. I have no fucking idea. He said it the one day, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've <laughs> never had lamb. Been. We'll just say that. <laughs> he does it to me all the time. Like, the one day... We were talking about something, and he was like, I'm being facetious. And I was like, you're being sarcastic. And he's like, it's different. I was like, same fucking thing. <laughs> I love when you guys have these, have these fucking random <laughs> power struggles like this. I know. You guys will literally fight over a word. Because it's like, because I'm like the basic bitch, I guess. So the, like, I'm more of like the, just tell me what it means, you know, like, get to the point. And then Dev likes to use like big words and whatever, like <laughs> going round and round and round the point. Just tell me what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But I feel like I'm like that. It might take like ten minutes to get back to the same point. Well, no, 
know, but you use, like, regular words. Like, <laughs> devil use a word that I never heard of, which he knows that the common word that everybody knows, but he won't use it because he wants to use this fancy word. I want to be different. Yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry, I have a broad vocabulary. <laughs> and I was like, it has nothing to do with you wanting to have a broad vocabulary. Fine, have a broad vocabulary. Oh, God. But, like, if you're talking to some of us, you're at home, dude. Yeah, like keep it simple. <laughs> I love it. Like especially because everybody knows how I talk. Like earlier to yesterday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Dev came back from work, and I was in the bathroom. And then I came out, and Joseph was like, "Oh, Devin was just looking for you." And then my phone's ringing, so Joseph's sitting there, and I answered the phone, and Dev was like, "Oh, where were you?" And I was like, "Oh, I was just pooping." And then. <laughs> And Joseph's just sitting there, like, cracking up laughing. And then Dev's going to use words, like, facetious with me. <laughs> I see what you mean. You know what I mean? That's fucking funny. You know, you just have to be different. Yeah. It's got to be different. No, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. But still, it's like, my sister says it the best because she's always like, talk to me like I'm stupid. <laughs> Keep it simple, people. Exactly. Keep it simple. Get to the point. So much easier. Okay. Back to the story. So, this is where we're going to actually start uh, the beginning of his life. Okay. On May 19th, 1870, mm-hmm. Albert, originally named Hamilton Howard Fish, was born in Washington, D.C. He's a Taurus. Oh, a Taurus. I thought, I don't know why I thought that was a Leo. I know that's not a Leo. No, Leo's in August. Yeah, that's true. That's a Taurus. Yeah. Do I know a Taurus? I know just like one Taurus. I, I know one. He's amazing. Ramon, my friend. Do I know him? If I showed you a picture, I think you'd recognize him. For sure. The one that used to work at Tops? Exactly. Yeah, okay, I know who exactly. you're talking about. Okay. His birthday is, I think, May 19th? This is May 19th. He's May 15th. Okay. <laughs> Maybe throwing me off. He's somewhere in the May. Okay. So he's, okay, okay, okay. This guy's a fucking... This guy's Satan, but whatever. <laughs> Doesn't reflect on all Tauruses. We give you all equal opportunities, except for Leos. Exactly. Except for Leos. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to love it. Later. Oh, God, let's funny. see. Okay. So he was named after a family member who was governor of New York in the early 1850s mm. and had been secretary of state for the Ulysses S. Grant administration. Okay. Unlike a lot of serial killers we hear about today, Albert Fish's family was fairly well off and considered like political royalty during this time. His father, Randall Fish, a riverboat captain and fertilizer manufacturer, was 43 years older than his mother, Ellen Fish. Oh, shit. Yep. And his dad was 75 years old when he had Albert. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. His mom was only 32. Whoa. Like, that's gross. That's icky. That is gross. 40 what? How many years? 43. 43 Like, that's a whole, like, two lives bigger or older than her. Like... Yeah. Homie, been married, had kids, been married, had kids, got divorced, did it all over again. Yeah. Moved across the country, retired, and did everything else he wanted to do. Exactly. At 43, you could maybe be a grandparent at that point. Yeah, definitely. People are grandparents at that point. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He he could have been a great grandparent at that point. I know. Like, what the hell? Ew. So, Aspert was the youngest of the four living children that they still had. Mm-hmm. His siblings were named Walter, Annie, and Edwin. Obviously, with how fucked up that this man was, mm-hmm. you could imagine that Albert's childhood wasn't all that great. 
The only thing that Albert remembers about his father is that he nicknamed him Stick in the Mud. Oh. Because he was extremely sensitive and was like an intense bedwetter. Oh. Yeah. But that's kind of like one of the signs of being a serial killer is like bedwetting. Really? Yeah. And like Aspert over here fucking, he would piss himself deep into like his teens. Huh. That's so weird that bedwetting is, uh... Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's like bedwetting, setting fires, cruelty to animals. I knew the cruelty to animals thing, but bedwetting is kind of... That's out there, but I get... uh, I mean, there is a correlation, I guess. Not a correlation, but there is, like, numbers and... Yeah, I was going to say, there's, like, a a tally, I guess. Like, that's one of the the signs of, like... Ted Bundy was a bedwetter? Yeah. Interesting. But I think, like, you don't have to have all of them. To be a serial killer? Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. There's also, like, a a test that they can give you to, like, see if you're a psychopath, and there's, like, points. And they, like, give you this test, and then they add up the points, and then, like, depending on how many points you get, they could consider you a psychopath. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so there's definitely, like, correlations between it. It, it, I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but it is a thing. Okay. So his father, Randall, died when he was only five years old. Of a heart attack on October 16th, 1875. Because of this, Ellen, his mother, was forced to put him into an orphanage until she was able to find a job and care for him. Ooh. Yeah, so this is where everything kind of goes down the hill for him. Oh, that stinks. She put him into St. John's Orphanage in Washington, which wasn't a great place. They regularly abused the kids while reciting religious passages to them. So this is kind of where, like, his whole God told me to do it thing mm-hmm. starts from. Because they're, like, beating these kids mm-hmm. and fucking reciting psalms, you know, whatever to yeah. them. So it's going to fuck them up. Like, they're going to correlate religion with pain. Yeah. Because he was so small, Albert was also bullied and sexually assaulted by the older, bigger kids that were in this oh. orphanage. Because he was a tiny guy. He was small. Yeah, like, very thin, skinny. Not like, yeah. Oh. Albert was beat so often that he started to enjoy the pain. He was in this shithole until he was about nine years old in 1880 when Ellen finally landed herself a government job. Ooh, okay. So he also began to associate beatings with sex when he watched the orphanage guardians whipping six boys at a time while they were naked so that they Jeez. could see each other's injuries. Yeah, like, and if you're beating kids to the point where they have physical, like, injuries that they can see, you can just imagine how bad they're Uh, beating these kids. Yeah, that's sad. So while in the orphanage, he was given the nickname Ham and Eggs, Uh, which he hated with a passion. So when he was in his teens, he decided to change his name from Hamilton to Albert. Mm. And he changed his name to Albert because it was, like, the name of one of his siblings that had passed away. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Many of Albert's fucked up sexual perversions came from this terrible place and the things that he witnessed and experienced while he was there. Mm-hmm. He had his first sexual feeling at around the age of seven years old while he was being whipped with other boys and their screams made him all hot and bothered. Oh, this was at seven. Damn. I'm trying to think of what I thought about when I was seven and it definitely wasn't that. Oh, agreed. He was only in this orphan for two years then from the time he was five. Yeah. The, uh, at this point, it was two years. Yes. Okay. So he was in there for about four. Oh. 
That's pretty bad. Yeah, but that says something. Like, if four years can, like, Fuck change you up that the... Bad. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, he was in there during, like, his formative years. Yeah. And that, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they do say what, like, your ages from, like, one to seven or one to eight are, like, your most important. Because mm-hmm. you're, like, a sponge at that point. Yeah, you're learning everything. He said, quote, I was there till I was nearly nine, and that's where I got started wrong. We were unmercifully whipped. I saw boys doing many things that they should not have done. So, sadly, not only did this hellhole fuck him up, Mm -hmm. but his family had an extensive history of mental illness. Mm -hmm. There were at least seven cases of extreme psychopathology on both sides of his family. In the past two generations alone, including an an uncle who suffered from religious psychosis. His mother, Ellen, who heard and hallucinated things that weren't actually there. And his sister, Annie, who was diagnosed with a mental affliction, but it doesn't say what. Mm-hmm. Albert calls himself a man of passion, which he decided in the orphanage when he watched a group of boys tie up an old horse, then light its tail on fire. Whoa. And let it run away. Oh. Like, that's fucked up, bro. That's and it's so mean. It is. And, like, hair catches fast. Yeah. Like, I remember the one time I was at the bar and I, like, bent over to tell the bartender something. And you know my hair is kind of long. So, like, I didn't realize that the candle on the bar was real. And my hair went right into it. And my sister was like, oh, God, bitch, your hair's on fire. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, my love, I would be freaking out. Like, it does catch fast. Like, you put a little strand over a flame. And it's, it's like, like yeah. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> imagine, imagine that in, like. Yeah, a horse's tail. Poor horse. It's so fucked up. Yeah. So he felt that he could relate to the horse. Uh, because, uh, wait. Yeah. The horse that got his tail set on fire? Yes. Okay. So he felt he could relate to the horse, passionately trying to run from the fire that he couldn't escape. It's believed that this incident with the horse is the reason for another one of his like self-mutilating kinks. Which is... He enjoyed soaking toilet paper in alcohol, sticking it in between his butt cheeks or occasionally into his actual anus hole, mm-hmm. and lighting it on fire. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yes. He had a cinched butthole on top of all that? Yeah. Well, I wonder, because, like, isopropyl alcohol, when you burn it, it, like, burns away the alcohol, and it's, like, quick. Like, if you ever soak a dollar in alcohol and then in isopropyl alcohol and you light it on fire, it, like, the dollar bill itself won't burn, but it burns off the alcohol. So I wonder if it, like, I mean, I would think it would still burn, right? Yeah. Like. And your skin and your hairy asshole. Imagine those little hairs catching on fire. uh, (laughs) Not that I want to give anyone the visual of hairy assholes, but, like. We all know it's there. Y'all have mans. Y'all know they got hairy assholes. Yes. Imagine sticking something highly flammable by said hole and then lighting it. Or in said hole. It's, how, he said how did either. he light it inside, though? Well, because, like, it's hanging out of his ass. Oh, my God. So he would light it from the bottom, like, like the Like a horse. fucking wick and just... Yeah. I don't know, Lee Love. I don't know about this person. <laughs> this was definitely, like... This is definitely a one-timer, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you feel that, but I definitely feel that. Oh, yeah. 
We haven't even gotten to, like, his teenage years. No. This is, like... Yeah. And I just can't even. Oh, yeah. That's why it was, like, taking me so long, too. I'm like, this is a lot. He's fucking rolling up balls and sticking them up his asshole and lighting them on fire? I mean, I get how the whole, you know... He starts associating certain things with other things, and they're not the things to associate with them. I get it. Yeah. But damn, bro. But, like... Lighting your butthole on fire? Yeah, like, that's a lot. That's a lot of pain to endure, just to be like, I feel for you, horse. Spirit. Yeah, like spirit animal. Exactly. Right. We're we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna light my asshole on fire, too. In memory of the horsey. Yeah, no. I I just think about, like, when I eat curry that's too spicy and it hurts coming out. Like, I don't even want to think about something legitimately. I'm not even a spicy eating person, like, love, but... I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I can't imagine anything legitimately on fire. I don't want in that my asshole. Yeah, right. Like, I don't really imagine anything in my asshole. <laughs> Let alone definitely... a flaming ball yeah, of like, isopropyl alcohol. No. <laughs> and, like, isopropyl alcohol in general burns, like. Uh, yeah. So, like, putting it inside of those areas that And don't... he's putting needles, oh, he's not putting needles up there yet. So maybe it doesn't sting as much, but that stings. Yeah. Oh, if he was getting trauma from being... <laughs> sexually abused mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> it's not covid i swear <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> i'm sure he had trauma so it probably did burn yeah i would think so you that's so yeah it's sad like you feel bad for him at a certain point no i i feel bad for child him yeah. i don't feel bad for adult him. agreed yeah that's a good way to put it like little yeah. you damn bro big you yeah. different type of damn bro <laughs> you know exactly that's why right now he's Albert, and then once we get into, like, his older years, he's Aspert. Yeah. Because this is a lot. I feel bad for him, though. I do. But, damn. <laughs> so, in 1882, at 12 years old, Albert started having a sexual relationship with a telegraph boy who introduced him to the joys of drinking urine and eating shit. Telegraph boy, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. So, I would think that's just, like, a, a letter carrier, right? Postal service man type of deal. Yeah, like. How often did he see him? I don't know, but. Was he making telegraph? Oh, look at that vein. Was he making, sorry, Layla. (laughs) Was he making like telegraph visits every day? That you're just like, hey, you. (laughs) It could be. You know? Maybe. Or was he just making a little swing by for him? A little love connection? Mm. A little love connection that involves eating shit. Like, you're 12. It's not even like you're like four and someone tricks you into eating poop. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you are 12 years old. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know how kids, like, trick kids into doing fucked up shit? Like, ew, ew. Why something like that? I don't fucking know. It's the, what, 1800s? Yeah, we're still in the 1800s. But. But. Yeah. Well, apparently this affliction is known as urolagnia, which is drinking urine, mm-hmm. and coprophagia? Coprof. Phagia, whatever, which means eating poop. <laughs> Ooh. So these became lifelong habits of Albert's. C- clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Feeding his sexual intrigue. Where did he get the poop from? Never mind. You know what? Don't he, even. It was his it, poop. Oh. Yeah, so he would eat the other boy's poop, and then the other boy would eat his poop. They would just trade poops? Yeah. Ew. And then I think they would eat their own, too. <laughs> I'm just trying to Never think mind. of... I don't know why I fucking asked. I don't know. It's fucking gross either way. Oh my God. 
So feeding his sexual intrigue, Albert started to go to bathhouses every weekend to play peeping Tom and spy on all the boys while they were bathing and undressing. On the weekends while he was 12, he started going to bathhouses? Mm-hmm. Man. Living in the 1800s was like the fucking wild, wild west all the time now, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You could do anything. You could go to the fucking bar, get hammered. You, like, got, you could be 12 years old going to a bathhouse. Like, yeah. And that's a thing. Apparently. Okay. In 1890, Aspert had moved to New York City and was working as a corner boy prostitute. <laughs> Stop. And he even spent a portion of his 20s working in a brothel specializing in giving and receiving flagellations, a.k.a. whipping and or being whipped. Wow. So you special, if you're a prostitute that specializes so in like, whipping. So a dom- dominatrix? Yeah, but he would like switch roles because he liked to be whipped, but he also liked to do the whipping. Jeez. So he specialized in both. He's special. He's special something. Oh, he's a something for sure. Oh, gosh. However, such this, a complex human. Oh, he's such a complex human. He's like everything bad in the world. Like everything that people find strange and unappealing. Dude, you eat shit, drink pee, stick needles in yourself, and eat children? And eat children and fuck children and light things oh, in your no. butthole on fire. Right. Like, but he was like having sex with women too. This dude has like six kids. Oh, God, really? Yeah. We find this out later. But oh, no. Yeah, like, this dude didn't have, there. like, there was no, maybe I be, like this or who that. Who would be fucking this down dude? for being in this dude? I can't imagine that he was very good he looking. He was married, like, three times. Unbelievable. Do you want to look up what he looks like? No, not <laughs> These women, stupid. Oh, God, it's just... I don't even know. Jesus, take the wheel. I don't even know what religion we should even go with on this one. Buddha, help him. Yeah, <laughs> Buddha, help him. Something, I don't know. <laughs> no, I just oh, don't know. I just don't know. So, yeah. He was watching little kids undress. He was giving and receiving beatings and brothels. You know. However, this is also when he started to rape young boys. So this um, is why he's now turned to Aspert. And he's 12? He's 12, 14? No, so now this is in 1890, so he's, he was born in 1870, he's 20. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so now and he's, he's, a, he's a little, he's a little slut on the yeah. corner of the New York City. Okay. Yeah. All right. Little whore. Yeah. I a prostitute boy lady, though. Yeah. Come I mean, on. <laughs> it happens. I mean, I know, but I was like, that is not, I, like, I thought dishwasher. Nope. <laughs> he went to New York City and started... Working on the corners. Dropping that ass. Yeah. On whoever. Yeah. Not how I... I guess I'm not surprised, but... (laughs) So then he was a a prostitute who liked to rape people. Yeah. That's ironic. But he liked to rape young boys, mostly. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm getting back... Okay, the pedophilia. Yeah. Okay. So he was really into... Like, he would do both, but he preferred young boys. Wow. Yeah. Right. In between the time that he started being a hooker and raping, mm-hmm. Aspert started a career as a painter when he was 17. Okay. This was the career that he kept his whole life, specifically because it made it easier for him to be a pedophile and baby murderer. Wow. He'd take jobs in places where he'd have easy access to vulnerable kids like hospitals, daycares, YMCAs, etc. And he had a preference for boys. <gasps> oh, no, he's a... 
Wow, that's so terrible. Oh, yeah. The other reason that he stuck with this job was because the uniform was usually overalls, which made it easy for him to get dressed and undressed super uh. quick because he would go commando underneath the overalls. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So he was completely naked under underneath the overalls. And it was just convenient for his raping. He worked as a painter for almost 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. During his time of raping and or murdering, Aspert moved around a lot to avoid getting caught, and rumors of the gray man started. Mm. In his lifetime, Aspert had lived in 23 states, everywhere from New York to Montana. That's almost half of them. Yep. Did we even have all the states at that time? (laughs) Right. Like, I don't even know. That might have been all the states at that time. (laughs) He might have just went across America. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. 23 states? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Are there even that many across the... Never mind. I don't even know. Never mind. I I don't know why I ask stupid questions. Well, I mean, it makes sense if he's, like, raping little boys. He's just moving around. You think think so? Well, yeah. That's why he was moving around was because he would, like, rape people and then he'd get out of that area and that's how the rumors of the gray man started because he was very Mm. pale and he was blonde so like he had this really weird complexion and he looked very creepy oh yeah so that yeah i didn't huh never mind it's just like i I didn't think of him i didn't for some reason i didn't think of like the gray man being like his skin complexion i just thought they meant like someone out of the shadows oh no coming like Unknown gray man. Mm-hmm. No. No. He was gray looking? Yeah. But I mean, it's not like he ate the best things. He he, he ate shit. <laughs> you, got a, you got a valid point. And he drank pee to accompany that shit. Yeah. Okay. I really wonder what he looked like. <laughs> it's disgusting. You should look it up. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> In 1898, Aspert's mother, Ellen set up an arranged marriage for him with a woman named Anna Mary Hoffman, who was nine years younger than him, and they ended up having six children together. Their names are Albert, Anna, Gertrude, Eugene, Ugh. John, and Henry Fish. Wow. <laughs> All the worst names in America. I know. <laughs> Gertrude. I would hate to Gertrude? be named Gertrude. Like, like Gretchen I'll take. Gertrude? That's just terrible. Yeah, like it's uh, like I, it's like an old person name, which I get that like every generation, you know, whatever name had, it had its popular name. Yeah, but like I don't know why that name was popular. You know what I'm gonna name her? Gertrude. I know. I love this baby. I'm gonna call you Gertrude. She's gonna Gertie be a sh- for short. <laughs> Gertie for short. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna be a strong baby. Oh my god. Strong. <laughs> Baby already grown with a unibrow, mm-hmm. angry looking baby with a big ass mom. Hey, that's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> we all know what a Gertrude looks oh, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's like that, like super jack chick and dodgeball. Yep, that's exactly what I picture. Yes, with the huge buns. Uh huh. Yeah. All throughout the same year, he got married. Aspert was painting houses and molesting boys under the age of six. Do you ever molest his own kids or no? No. Interesting. He also discovered he had a fascination with penis mutilation when one of his male lovers took him to a wax museum and he saw a bisection of a penis. Whoa. You see a penis being resected and you're like, mm, 
That turns me on. Yeah, like, no. I don't think I'd ever look at a vagina being, like, opened up and been like, mm. That's like looking at an autopsy body and being like, I'd tap that. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> White cut all the way open and you're just like, you know what? I can not that st- bad. I can stick it in everything now. <laughs> you, can you imagine that? Just, like, having a dead body and open hey, chest cavity. What is it called? Um... Uh, necrophilia? Yeah. Hey, they love. Oh. Mm, you never know. That might be. That's the perfect job for that. Look at this dude. And then, he became a painter so he can be around the kids. Who's going to be around you while you're autopsying a dead body? Nobody. Honestly, I think that's usually like a lot of people that do do autopsies. Like some of them do have like these fantasies about dead people really yeah like i read a i read a story about like this one dude where he would like dress up the bodies and like put makeup on like not like you know getting them ready but like put wigs on them and shit and like make them look all hot for him ew like put put them in special shoes hot for him yeah because he wanted them to look sexy while he did their autopsy well he banged them (laughs) before he did their autopsy the autopsy. I'm like, oh, this is weird. No. <laughs> you want the person to look good? You can't have a fucking ugly person in front of you? Oh, no. No, it's a bang on. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. So after this, he was obsessed with genital <laughs> mutilation. That's so weird. I don't get how you're obsessed with that. Like, every guy that I know, their dick is like their pride and joy. I get an ingrown hair and I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this dude is like, you know what? Take a scalpel to it. Yeah, just cut it off. I don't care. Could you, like... Ugh. Like, this is worse than the like the cannibal one that we had done before. Like, the Armin Mivis one. Sure. For the dick eater. For this sure. This is way worse. This is way different. So, in 1903, Aspert was sent to Sing Sing Prison after being arrested and convicted for grand larceny. I don't know what he stole, but he stole something. Around 1910, while working in Wilmington, Delaware, he met a 19-year-old man who looked like a child named Thomas Keaton or Kedden. Mm-hmm. So Thomas was mentally disabled. So not only did he look like a child, but he also had the intellect of one, which meant to Albert that he was basically like a legal child for him to defile. Thomas was homeless and basically lived in train cars and he got by by trading blowies for protection and money. <laughs> blowies. <laughs> I always like that word. I know, but it's so sad. Like, can you imagine a little 19-year-old retarded kid? Like, mm-hmm. like that's fucked up. Like, how are you going to take advantage of, like, a mentally disabled kid? Yeah. Yeah, but look at the times we're in laid love. I know, but... They didn't treat them, you know, they didn't treat them mentally ill. Oh, no, they fucking threw them in, quote, unquote, you know, homes, and they were, like, mm-hmm. just letting them live in their own shit and beating them and stuff. This isn't that, that far out there. I know. Sad? Absolutely. Out there for the times? Me. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, when Albert saw him, he needed to have him some of Thomas's butthole, so he asked him to come back to his place with him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, he did. Oh. They ended up having a three-week-long fuck session. Mm. They started out somewhat normal with some, like, back-and-forth role-play and, like, whipping each other and stuff. Which, I mean, not exactly, like, the most missionary stance in sex, but Mm -hmm. it's normal for him, Mm -hmm. you know? But then, 
it made a really fucked up turn for the worst when they started eating and drinking each other's shit and piss. Which, how do you find people like this? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you bring that to your other partner? Be like, hey, 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 baby. Hey, you know, really turn me on? If you pee in this jug and let me drink it. Yeah. (laughs) What? I think you should stand over me right now and just right in my mouth. Drop it in. Right, like hot load. I want to feel the steam come off of it. Drain right down my throat. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm trying to, and it's like making me throw up. If anybody like brings that to me. What would you react? Like, I would think it's a joke, probably. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I'd be like, ha, 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 ha. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You're not serious, right? You're serious. I don't think this is going to work out. No, no. This is definitely honest. not going to work out. No. <laughs> definitely not. Because there's no way. That's not even like something where you're like, eh, maybe I can. Right. Maybe I can warm up to that. Like, no. I can, I can, I can get down with that maybe one day in the future. No. That's not it. That's not something you work up to. No. Definitely not. It's disgusting. Like, what? <laughs> Probably. So, you know, you bring that up to him after this few fuck long session and you're like, hey, baby, why don't we spice things up a bit more and do this? Did he kill this boy? I can't imagine that this boy survived. Oh, he lives. Really? Oh, yeah. This was before he started killing people. Okay. Oh, okay. And this was all consensual. Like, this is consensual. I guess. Yeah, that's that was his boo for a while. For three weeks. <laughs> well, then Aspert started to cut Thomas's butt cheeks. And would suck the blood out. Ew. Yeah. This is still consensual, by the way. Really? Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck happened in this kid's life that he is letting someone cut his butt cheeks and suck the blood out? Like, that's like a whole new level of a hickey. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even a hickey, like, love. Like, a hickey is like all the broken capillaries underneath your skin. You're just sucking the blood from those capillaries. (laughs) Yeah, like it's so gross. Like I'm on my period right now and you know <laughs> you know when you're like peeing and you can like smell the blood? I'm like, yeah. oh God, I'm yeah. just trying to picture this and I just want to throw up. Like isn't that You know, I can't imagine that hygiene was that great during this time. Oh my god, no, they probably smelled weird. Yeah. Imagine oh. imagine sucking a sweaty ass. Oh my god, there's probably like <laughs> cottage cheese falling out of it. A sweaty, bloody ass at that. Oh, my God. Oh, and I doubt they showered, like, during the Right. Cold. Like, if they're eating shit and pissing on each other, I doubt they're showering. Right. So then they're just hot and bothered for each other fucking... Come on, Lilo. You. I don't even... I don't even know why you covered this person. This is definitely the last time Eddie gets to pick a fucking person. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This we is... haven't even gotten to him being a murderer. No, we have not. Jesus Christ. And this is only part one, Lila. This is only part one. <laughs> part one. Like, we have two more weeks of this, probably. Oh, God, this Jesus, is fucking take terrible. take the wheel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Finishing strong. Ooh. Let's do it. So then, Aspert started to... Oh, I cut his butt cheeks, sucked the blood. Okay. Yep, yep. At this point, it was consensual still, but it was more like torture than mutual spank time. So, the big finale for their sexcapade, Aspert tied Thomas up, mm-hmm. got him all hard and hot and bothered, Ew. grabbed a pair of scissors, and started cutting the tip of his penis off. Oh, 
god! I wonder if he was circumcised. I don't know why I wonder that, but it, like during this time, do you think that was like a thing? I don't think so. I wouldn't think circumcision's a thing. Right? So do you, so you think he rolled it back and was cutting the tip, or you think he was cutting the little? Well, I mean, when you're hard, you don't gotta roll it back, right? Because it's like I don't. I think you still do. I, I've never been with someone with an uncircumcised penis. So I have literally no idea. My high school sweetheart was uncircumcised, but it, I could never see it. No. Yeah. It, well, during high school, you don't even want to look at them. You're like, it's like dark. You're under the covers. Like, I'm pretty sure when I was married, I didn't see my my ex-husband naked for like a full year before. Really? <laughs> it was, oh, it's crazy how when you get older, that shit just goes right out the window. Oh, yeah. No, now I feel like I see Devin naked literally every second of the day. Like, I, I turn like, around and I'm like. Yeah, all of us are in danger of seeing Devin naked all the time. Like, love. Dude. I gave him tacos yesterday and I was half scared. Like, I, I ordered I think part of what made me feel terrible yesterday was that I ate Mighty Taco. Yeah. It has literally been six months since I ate Mighty Taco, since the last time came to see me. And I think it just started making me feel bad on top of everything else that was going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to waste the tacos, but I know I'm not going to fucking eat them. I'm going to offer them to Devin. (laughs) And I'm like, oh God, but Lady Love is at home. And I don't know what Devin is doing. So I'm like, like the doors open because it was nice. And I'm like knocking. I'm like, Devin! like bop into the music folding laundry and i'm like he's like topless and i'm like oh god i'm like dev i just please don't be naked tacos like god and i'm like oh dev and he finally looks at me and he comes out he has his long pants on i was like oh thank god i'm like you want my tacos he's like i'll eat anything i'm like yeah dude three tacos all you (laughs) yesterday by the way lady love that i had to pay for that that mighty taco that you came i'm so sorry I could not finish it. I tried. Farting. And it was so bad. And we're like sitting in the car. Oh, and no. And he just like reeks. And we're supposed to, we're going to look at house. And he's like, <laughs> does the whole car fucking awful. And then he tries to roll up the fucking windows on me. Like he thinks it's funny. <laughs> like someone else I know. Like, that is fucking terrible. I feel like when they do that, we should get like free pass, punch him in the balls. For real. Like, that's not fair. For real. This dude has been just asking for an ass whooping. Just asking for one. And this is like, you know, like that should be the one thing. You want to fucking let out that disgusting amount of air around me? I should be able to get you back. Yeah. At least one good time. Like, at least a flick to the balls. Just oh, like a good... Just a good hard... Yes. Yeah. yeah, like that. Like, you gotta twist your... Uh, yes, you gotta twist the hand. Uh, give it, like, do it like you mm. mean it. Yeah. Like you're met. <laughs> I'm yeah. down for that. I think we should bring that up the next time. We're I think so, too. <laughs> but, like, we're in the car, and I was like, what the fuck did you eat? I didn't even cook. And he's like, oh, I just had, like, a banana and something. And then he goes, oh, wait, cat gave me tacos. And I was like, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Lady Love. I should have totally warned you. I, they were three small tacos, though. How much damage can they possibly cause? Lady Love, like, I bought the Wegmans. I don't want any tacos, though. I, I know. Really we made tacos, tacos tonight for dinner. Oh, so good, Lady Love. <laughs> but I bought, like, the pork tenderloin things or whatever from Wegmans, like the pre seasoned ones. Mm hmm. Dev had one, and it was literally, like, 20 minutes after he ate it, it was, like, air was just like shooting out really yeah (laughs) it's like a reverse vacuum and i don't know how (laughs) i was like you're literally not allowed to eat pork anymore and he goes i don't agree with this and i was like my nose agrees with this like what the fuck i'm sorry that you like can be gassy but he's asian yeah some of the times what comes out of him does not really stink no dev stinks yeah 
like, and it's like loud. Like, <laughs> sometimes too, we'll be sitting there and like, he'll be talking to me and then he'll like fart and it's like an unexpected one. Because usually he'll kind of warn me, but once it's unexpected, he's like, I'll be like, Prong. yeah, he'll like, like do it in his face. You can see it in his face. He's like, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. What do you mean you didn't mean to do that? I'm sure your ass cheeks are flapping, bro. Yeah. You definitely meant to do that. You can hear it. Like, it's oh. like loud. I remember I was with him one day. We were walking in the store, and I will never forget. I was so fucking mad at him. We're like walking together, we're talking, super happy, super in love. All of a sudden, this motherfucker farts, grabs me, and pushes me while he runs away. <laughs> And everyone, like, it was loud. Like, people turn around and look at you loud. Yeah. Motherfucker is gone while I'm standing there. And I'm like, I just started running the opposite way. I didn't know what else to do. I fucking, oh, God, I was so mortified. Oh, I want to beat him. That's like, it's like his go-to. He'll, like, fart, run away. What? Fuck it. Abandon ship. What? Make everyone think it was you. Yeah, that's his go-to. It fucking kills me. At least it's that. My ex, when we were in the grocery store, he used to, like, run up to me and like grab me by the arm with his pocket knife and go give me all your money like in front of people and i'm like you fucking asshole like stop doing that people are gonna think that you're like really trying to rob me (laughs) oh my god that's not funny lady love yeah psychopath i know fucking god oh my god (laughs) but but i can't believe you dated somebody like that i don't know i was young and dumb you know I was going to say, you know how this goes. was young in years because you and I would not tolerate something oh, no, like that. Definitely not. The one day I was like joking with Dev and he like flicked or he like accidentally hit me while we were walking by and I was like, you're always beating me. And he's like, don't say that in front of people. <laughs> can't say that out here, Layla. I know. It was a joke, obviously, but. <laughs> out here it's like, should we call 911? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where we live, it's like, well, she probably deserved it. <laughs> And she looks like somebody that deserves to get beat. I get it. Yeah. Out here, motherfuckers will have your back. The cops will be knocking at your door. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's fucking funny. Oh, they love. I feel so much better today. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought I was going to do that. I can't quit. I can't either. It's not a thing. No. I felt fucking awful. Yeah. Awful. But again, it's legal here, so it doesn't matter. Amen to Governor Cuomo. Listen. Oh, I know. That fucking, that fucking emoji mm-hmm. or the, the meme is still my favorite. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that for our 420 episode, we should probably get like some edibles or something and try that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. We'll do that. We'll revisit this topic. Okay. So he started cutting off his peen with some scissors. Thomas's screams were so loud and blood curdling, Aspert couldn't handle it, so he stopped halfway through cutting it off, cleaned the wound with peroxide, wrapped it in a Vaseline-covered cloth, gave Thomas a $10 <coughs> bill, kissed him goodbye, and left to go back home to New York City. He took literally the first train home, like he was out. He stopped halfway through? Yep. I mean, which, good for Tommy, because the head is where all the fucking, <coughs> all the feeling receptors are for a man. So, like, if you cut off the head of the dick, it's like cutting off a girl's clit. Like, there's no point. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh. We should be able to flick them there when they fart. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Just a thought. But, I mean, he did take good care of it. He put a Vaseline gauze on it. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Like, I mean, at least he tried. Good for you. But he was like, $10? Yeah. $10? Well, $10. Three weeks of your time? 
ten dollars though back then I had looked it up as like two hundred and fifty bucks. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm sorry I almost cut the tip of your dick off. Here's ten bucks. Yeah, like what the fuck? I'd be pissed. I'd be like, uh where's the rest of it? <laughs> right. You're you're a little short, my friend. Yeah. I was talking to when I was talking to Dean today about pegging. Oh my god. It was like how much would you like how much would you need to be paid? To be able to get, you know, like mm-hmm. all the way, like do do whatever they want. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> if I'm getting that much, <laughs> I like, you know, all is fair game. I'm like, would you let her peg you? And he thought pegging was like, just like, just a little finger. What? He thought that's what pegging was? <laughs> yes. Dale, we need to have a talk later. <laughs> oh, we had a talk lady love and it was fucking hilarious. I was like, wait, what? But then again, Dita was dating, like, the same girl for literally years. So it's not like he ever got to experience, like, a whore face. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, I wasn't introduced to any weird shit until I got, like, older and I was slooping. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I mean, I guess all the weird shit I do now is with one person. Yeah. But it's pretty weird. No, he's not weird, but it's like... Yeah. That was kind of half expected. But you're right, it doesn't come till you're older. Yeah, it definitely comes, like, way older. Hmm. Like, I've definitely tried the most stuff with Dev. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you're just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, what do you want to do? Okay, whatever. (laughs) I guess we'll try it. You want to put Jello where? (laughs) Okay. You know what? Fine, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. (laughs) Yeah, things change when you get older. Yeah. Because when you're young, it's like, ooh, that's weird. That's gross. Yeah. And then now it's like, well, I guess I'll try it. <laughs> now now I kind of understand why people were like, oh, 30 is the new 20 or whatever. 40 is the new 20. Yeah. Because you fucking, you like come of age again. Like by the time I'm 30, I think I'm going to be pretty happy like where I'm at. Yeah. I'm going to be happier where I'm at at 30 than I was at 20 or 23 or 25. Yeah. How old was I when I... I got happy around, like, 26, 27. Yeah. Which is crazy, but, like, for real. No, it was the same for me, because, like, I was married, and that didn't work, and then I was, like, slooting for a while, which that was a fun time, don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I was just, like, getting hammered all the time and banging people, and then I started going to raves, and then, you know, I was doing that thing. Yeah. And then it's, like, as you evolve, you kind of just realize, like, who you are as a person, as a human, so then you're, like, okay with it, you accept it. Yeah. Because, like, when you're young, you're worried about people judging you. When you're old, you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. This has probably been the I don't give a fuck stage of my life the most. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it and thousands of people listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) And it really is thousands, right? Yeah. Wow. The last time I looked, uh, Chris sent me the numbers. He said we were at, like, 2,700-something. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. People listen to this fucking shit. That's fucking funny. I know. (laughs) (laughs) nice i'm so glad people listen thank you guys yeah thank you oh yeah this is yeah that's nice yeah we appreciate it yeah we sure do we love you guys yeah Yeah. that's funny Mm -hmm. and we talk about fucking nothing exactly like what are we even talking about now i don't even know i fucking forgot me too (laughs) we kind of got off topic oh as always Okay. okay back to the story so albert went back to nyc yeah he was out first train 10 bucks. Yeah. Love you, boo. <laughs> See, like, like, I'm mad that he 
he kissed him goodbye too. Like, was it like a forehead kiss? Was it like a mouth? Do you think he was still tied up? And then he was like, "I love you. I love ten dollars on the nightstand." I know. Like you know? he like left him tied up, and he's got yes. like ga- a piece of gauze on his dick hanging. Yeah, hanging from his peen. It was. A, you said it was a big cloth, so yeah. just a big silk vaseline cloth, and he's just like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's like Jesus on the crucifix. Yes. It oh. w- yeah, with the same amount of clothing. Just kidding. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? That's enough heat for me. Back to New York I go. Yep. That's exactly what happened. So he said he took the first train out. Well, he said, quote, took the first train. I could get back home. Never heard what became of him or tried to find out. Wow. I'm out. And I'm never coming back. Never turning back. Yep. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. So, in January 1917, Aspert's first wife of 20 years. How do you manage to be married to someone like this for 20 years, bro? He went and he had a three-week love affair and she didn't miss him at all? No, because she left him. I don't get a phone call answered. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He disappeared for three weeks and nobody was concerned? Oh, no, he died. That's it. We're out of here. Right. Yeah, no. Well, in January of 1917, Aspert's first wife of 20 years left him. Finally. For a handyman <gasps> who was living in their home. Like, he was, like, renting the room or whatever, or bordering oh, oh, with them. okay. Uh, with him and his family. Okay. And this bitch didn't give a fuck when she left. She took almost every possession that the family owned and left all the kids with him. And was <gasps> like, sorry, I'm out. Get out! She didn't take the kids with her? No, she was like, fuck <laughs> this shit, I'm out. That is like the definition of fuck these kids. Yeah, she did not. Damn, Lady Love, how old do you know how old they were around this time? They had a fucked up life too, poor kids. Yeah, I don't know. Mama straight fucking, uh. And and they gotta be raised by this motherfucker? Right. By a serial killer? Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) After this happened, Aspert started hearing things. One time he wrapped himself in a carpet saying John the Apostle told him to do it. Really? Yep. Philosophy was the one thing I never got, but let's do it. Mm -hmm. This was also the same time when he started to hurt himself by shoving needles into his taint, (laughs) hitting himself with a nail-studded paddle, and and sticking fabrics soaked in flammable liquids in his butthole and lighting it on fire. (laughs) This dude's rough. Yeah, like, this dude is just impressive. Like, I am impressed with how fucked up this guy is. And this is still in his early 20s. No. No, this no, is his in his 40s, right? He's third. Yeah, 47. Because he was born in 1870 and it's 1917. Oh, I can't do math. Don't throw numbers at me like that. <laughs> well, either. I think he's Whatever. in his 40s. Okay. And she's in like her late 30s because she's nine years younger than him. Yes. Okay. She see, she's coming to her age or yeah. having her coming of age. She's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after six kids. Like, damn, dog. And she left them behind, Lady Love. Yeah. She was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about any of you guys. I do my I'm going to go be happy. <laughs> I do my kegels. <laughs> I, you know what? She better after six kids. And she left them. I cannot believe that she left them. Because I feel like that's like the epitome of like bad mother. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't have your kids. You don't have the custody of your kids? 
Oh, she didn't give a fuck. Yeah, she was more like, you know what? I'm done with you and these motherfuckers. Take them. (laughs) Fuck these kids. I didn't even want them anyway. Oh my god, it feels so bad, but it's just like, what? Yeah, no. What's fucked up? And she left with the handyman. A tenant. I'm gonna move down the hall. Yeah. (laughs) Mom, don't talk to me. (laughs) I I don't see you. (laughs) Can you imagine? I, I don't even... So what do you do with the kids? Did he raise them? Yeah. What? Yeah. So surprisingly enough, Albert was never like known to have abused or attacked any of his own kids. That is insane. I wonder why. Well, because they are his own kids. Like maybe incest was his line. Like he wouldn't cross. Really? Incest was his line, lady love? I mean, yeah. Incest was his line. It could be. <laughs> Although they say that like they think that maybe incest was the reason why they were all crazy. You know, I thought about that earlier when you were talking about him. Yeah, there it's kind of a rumor that like maybe some of his family member were way too close of cousins. Oh. Kind of thing. Ooh, okay. But I mean back then cousins used to fuck each other all the time. That's true, that's true. It's not like the places were like maybe heavily populated, like probably the people that were mostly there were your family. Yeah. That were populating the area. Mm-hmm. It could be. But, like, there's rules on it. Like, I'm pretty sure... The distant, the better. <laughs> yeah, like, first cousins is definitely a no. Uh-huh. Second cousins is a no. I, think I don't even you... know what second cousins is. So, a second cousin is, like, the cousin of your... Parent? Yeah, I think so. It's, like, the cousin of your parent. Okay. What is a third cousin, then? Third cousin is the second cousin of your second of your parent's second cousin oh so you lost me never mind basically it's like too far like once you get to like fourth cousins fifth cousins and stuff like that like it's too far down the line for it to Uh, to matter anymore yeah i would think it's still the same family yeah so like too yeah so too close in the gene pool like it'll fuck you up so definitely like no mom dad sister brother like first cousin definitely mm-hmm. none of those mm-hmm. i think like later you can because i think in puerto rico some people still do it right i think so yeah yeah but it's like down the line yeah cousins. yeah like yeah like down yeah like six seventh eighth because i'm pretty sure you you could have probably fucked your eighth cousin and not known because it's it's so far so down the far line down. yeah that's so strange it is but that's funny yeah i guess it makes sense yeah but that's why i just don't bang asians or anything like that <laughs> don't paint asians no that's funny not into it but yeah i don't know why they love i don't know it's fine i've never been i but i honestly feel like that's a thing like most asians i don't think are attracted to other asians you know like he's told me before that other people have like been like oh you're asian like not that into you yeah i'm like really yeah because i think that generally he's like pretty i think he's good looking yeah no good looking so I'm just like, really? Somebody like, it's just weird. It's weird. And if you realize that it's kind of like a whole thing around Asian people. Yeah. Like it's, it's either like a fetish by people or it's either like a, uh, yeah. not into it. It's, it's very strange. Well, I think with most girls is that the idea that <clears throat> Asian men have small penises. But that's not true. I know it's not true, but it's like a. I mean, I haven't been with a ton of Asian people, but I've been with more than one. Yeah. And I know that not to be true, so it's like kind of just you just you know you can you can see a fucking black dude with a little dick. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! Like, no, it definitely has no correlation for sure. But like, I think that's the general consensus is that people think that that's a thing. Really? Yeah. And for me, it's just more or less like I've never been physically really attracted to Asians. Like, you don't think Asian boys are cute? No. Lady love, you're Asian. Is that like racism against your own people? No, I think it's their height. 
You think it's their height? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a certain height requirement for dating? Generally, I usually like to date people that are, like, in the six feet. I mean, I do, too. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't work out that way. No, it's like, five, five. Yeah, I tell him he's, like, two inches taller than me all he the time. He is two inches taller That's than me. That's what you. I'm saying. He makes it seem like he's so tall. But I get it. He's probably tall for an Asian. Yeah, for an Asian, he's tall, but he's still, like, five, five. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't fucking fight me. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why whenever he says he's about me, I'll be like, I feel like level ground here you know? <laughs> i got i i feel like i could take them <laughs> and i agree lady love i feel like you can't take them <laughs> yeah. fucking men i know okay so albert never abused his own kids but he did like to play games with them where he'd have his kids and their friends spank him with a nail studded paddle whoa yeah Albert Fish uh, actually married three times, and he would only marry women who tolerated his sexual perversions, which none of them really did. His shortest marriage was only 10 days long. Wow. Do you get an annulment at that point? I don't think that was an annulment at that point, is there? Because you, if you have sex with the person, I think they're like, nope, can't annul it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. At least back then. If you consummate the marriage, you can't annul it? Yeah. I did not know that was a thing. Well, now it's not really a thing because people fuck all the time. Oh, yeah, but back no. then it was like a thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. That's why like originally when people would get married, they would have people in the room to prove that you consummated the marriage. Like they would watch you have sex. Ew, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, especially in like medieval times and stuff. Like the kings and queens that would get married. What the fuck? They'd have witnesses in the room and they'd like... They'd, like, make them wear white or something so that when they lost their virginity, if they, to prove, like, if they bled from having their hymens broke, that they were virgins and all this oh other stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, it's fucked up. That's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people want to watch me consummate my marriage. It might be fun. I was going to say, it might be fun watching you consummate Right. Oh, let's bring this tradition back. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> have like a canopy bed and no oh yeah it'd be cute little like um what is like mosquito net all yes, around yes. Oh, i can see it all white or black man mm-hmm. that could be better i'm getting somewhere with this mm-hmm. gonna be like fuck no <laughs> he's like shutting down Devin's speedo idea hard oh. he's like i bet you would love it i'm like just do it babe he's like no i'm not gonna do it i'm like you walk around topless motherfucker we'll yeah. do a speedo action exactly Show off your great cheeks, babe. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Every time Devin says something to me, I'm like, you want to do what? I cannot believe he's so willing to do that. He's it's so like mind-blowing to me. It blows my mind all the time, too. I'm like, you want to do what? But then again, he left. He, like, he's he a didn't, nudist. Yeah. And he also didn't give a shit. I was walking around at Bisco with, like, pasties on. If, if anything, he was, like, kind of feeding off of the fruits of my labor because I was getting into the to the grounds with, like, open cigarette packs when he was still oh smoking. Because you're not supposed to. They love. Listen, I, he's a nudist. I'm sure he enjoyed seeing you with minimal amount of clothes on. Oh, yeah. No. We watched a fucking Netflix documentary. I was going to do that. them i know 
that was crazy to me. They're like, you gotta wear shoes though. And I was like, you got out of everything you gotta wear shoes. I was like, you're in a wood shop. In a wood shop with nothing on, flames going all the way. Uh and, uh. And he didn't give a fuck. No. She got me a leather apron, but it was too hot. What? I know. I was like, what do you mean it's too hot? <laughs> you wanna burn your bitties off because you wanna be naked, sir? If yeah, you yeah. don't put that fucking leather apron on <laughs> your wood chips in his peen, like what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's gonna be you. I hope you're ready. Oh my god, Lilo. He asked me, he's like, would you want to go? I already, yep. I was like, I'm not living there. Lady love. I was like, if you want to visit one. You say that now. Ooh, what's today? Mark my words. You say that now, but you're going to be living there. How long do I give it? How long do I give it? I give it maybe, maybe, maybe about 10. No, no. I I give about 10. Oh no, Lady love. Come on, Lady love. I'm not I think you're in there. colony. You're going to be the one that wears the clothes. You're going to be the one that wears um the mesh. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I can handle the mesh. That's cute. You know? She's, and I, she's she's not wrong. The mesh is beautiful. That's going to be you. Devin's yeah. going to be the one with the fucking sandals. I know, the sandals and a t-shirt. Not even a t-shirt. You're going to be walking around, dick swinging, and I'm like, Oh, God. Cool, babe. Thanks. Don't clothes is required for my visit. Yeah. I'm saying it now. Oh, no. And I'm not going to repeat myself, lady love. Clothes <laughs> is a requirement from both you and Devin. I don't care if it's a nudist place. I wear clothes like love. <laughs> I, regular, I make sure I wear a robe every time I walk by the windows. Like, Devin just don't give a fuck. This dude will fucking... <laughs> Where the my windows? Where there's people out here? Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? Why are the blinds open? For the plants. Like, we have plants. What do you mean? They need sunlight. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, so close to finishing. I know. We have gone so off topic. This I know. Episode. And it's I was like, this should be funny. like an hour. We're like an hour and a half in. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking funny. I know. So he also started getting into cannibalism at this point, and he would eat dinners of literally all raw meat, and he would sometimes serve it to his kids. Ew. Yeah. What kind of raw? Just raw chicken? Just raw meat. Okay. Well, you can't eat raw chicken. That'll give you salmonella. But, like, what raw meat was he giving them then? You can eat raw beef. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. And you can eat raw fish, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. You I wouldn't do either. Sushi. Hey. Not those salmon pieces, Lay Love. You know I draw the line. My salmon has to be cooked. <laughs> and that is no upset exception when it comes to my sushi. Yeah. I won't do it. I'm Asian. I'll eat anything. I know you. I know. I know you will. <laughs> I, know you will. I know you will. Well, in 1919, Aspert stabbed a mentally disabled boy in Georgetown, Washington, D.C., he would pick black victims or people who were mentally disabled because during this time, no one really paid attention when they went missing. Mm-hmm. Aspert would occasionally pay boys to bring him other children to, quote, play with. And he tortured, mutilated, and murdered the young children with his, quote, implements of hell, which was a meat cleaver, a butcher knife, and a small handsaw. Handsaw? Mm-hmm. Oof. On July 11th, 1924, Aspert found eight-year-old Beatrice Keel playing alone on her parents' farm in Staten Island. He offered her some money to come help him look for rhubarb, and she was about to go with him when her mom came out and chased him away. (sighs) Close call. Well, Aspert left, but he wasn't done because he went back to the farm later and tried to sleep inside the family's barn. 
Ah. Well, this time Beatrice's dad found him and made him leave. So then he was out. He was like, okay, two times, I'm out. (laughs) You had to get caught twice to be like, this isn't a good idea. Exactly. Okay. That's so creepy, though. It's so scary. It is. Like, it's fucked up. See a person and then be like, babe, caught this motherfucker trying to get our kid. Mm-hmm. And then go outside and he's sleeping in your barn. And you'd be like, excuse me, sir. This fucking gray looking man with blonde hair. Oh, God, that's right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't shoot him for the time that it was. He should have fucking shot him. Exactly. If some random stranger comes up asking my kid to help him look for a rhubarb, homie. Shoot him. Exactly. Like, the ratchet's going to come out of me so quick. Like, I can just hear my mom's voice in my head. <laughs> it's like the one time, I think, like, some stranger said, probably didn't even say anything to me, and my mom thought they didn't. They're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Don't even look at her. <laughs> but you know what? Protected you from the strangers. Oh, I know. I was not getting kidnapped. There was literally no way in hell I was getting kidnapped. <laughs> like, it was never happening. In those terms, we were safe. Yes, for sure. My parents did not have no babysitters they didn't know. It was like my grandma yeah. only. It was always family. Yeah. It was never not It was never an, not an unknown person, you know? Like, yeah. You always knew them. Oh, exactly. And like, I think... Knew them. Uh-huh. I think my dad literally sat outside on the porch when we played outside until I was, like, 17 because he wasn't letting anybody <laughs> to know us. I'm going to just be right here mm-hmm. watching. If someone looked too long, my dad would be there. Fuck you, look at it. Fuck you, look at it. I'm not even looking at her. See. Yeah, exactly. I don't care what anybody says. I was never, ever getting kidnapped. It wasn't happening. <laughs> But these people. No, these people. It's crazy. And I can't believe he came back. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's so fucking scary to come back. Ugh. Well, after the dad found him, he made him leave. Yeah. Three days later, Aspert killed a boy named Francis McDonald, who was also in Staten Island. Damn. So he left the girl and was like, well, I guess I'll find this little boy. Oh, okay. During this time in 1924, Aspert Fish, who was 54 years old, was definitely suffering from mm-hmm. psychosis and felt that God was commanding him to torture and sexually mutilate young children. Whoa. Aspert had been molesting a boy named Cyril Quinn. Mm-hmm. And Cyril and a friend were like playing outside on the sidewalk when Aspert came up and asked him if they wanted sandwiches and if they had eaten lunch. They said no, so the boys went with him. And when they were in his house, they were wrestling on his bed. Which, never have I ever went to someone's house and then, like, the first thing you do is wrestling on their bed. Especially not a grown-ass adult. Yeah. That's something that was, like, you guys should wrestle, you know? Do it there. It's soft and cushy. You won't yeah. hurt yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. Well, while they were wrestling on the bed, the mattress had moved. And they seen that underneath it were his implements of hell which were the saws and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. When they saw them, they got scared and they ran, which was lucky because he was planning on practicing using the weapons on them. Whoa. Talk about like a Saved by the Bell kind of thing. Yeah. In January 1930, Albert was trying to court, quote unquote, a woman named Estelle Wilcox, who was a widow. Mm -hmm. He'd met her through one of the dating services that they had back in the day, which was like early 1900s Christian Mingle. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know? The first date, Aspert seemed pretty okay. Kind of creepy, but like not so bad. 
because after meeting her and her kids, the widow made plans for him to come the next night. The next night, Albert came, and he got a little weirder. He decided to teach the kids a game that he called Buck Buck How Many Hands Up. And for each of the weird games Aspert taught the kids, he wore a costume, which was literally nothing but a pair of thin brown tiny shorts. Ew. Yeah, so he no shirt, just Ew! Yeah. The rules of Buck Buck How Many Hands Up were this. He'd give the kids a paintbrush. He'd tell them to hold up a number of fingers that he couldn't see, and he would guess a number. If he got the number wrong, the kids would have to spank him the same number of times as their fingers that were being held up. So if, like, the kid was holding up three fingers and he said five, the kid would have to spank him three times. Oh. Well, they played this game every night for an hour until he came up with another game called Sack of Potatoes Over. Oh, God. In this game, Aspert put on the tiny shorts again. They're like thin brown Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <laughs> well, he threw the kids over his shoulder, and then the kids would slide down his back while scratching him with their nails. And by the time they were done, his back would be red and malted. The third game that he came up with, he brought over a bag of needles and told the kids that they were going to see how many needles they could shove underneath their fingernails. The kids said no because it hurts, so he decided to play it by himself. He shoved needles under all of his fingernails until both of his hands were covered in blood. That hurts so bad. Oh, God, I can't even imagine. Like, that is pain that you... I'm hurting just thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. Until his hands were bloody? Yes. That's fucking crazy. All of this is happening, and I'm like, where the fuck is their mom? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it parenting? Like, you're cool with some random dude coming out in, like, fucking Spanx and, like, <laughs> letting your kid scratch his back up? Or is it parenting? Yes. Like, what the fuck? Well, after he was done playing the games, the widow found all of her toilet paper on the floor in a pile and burned. So he most likely had put it in his ass and then lit it on fire. Mm-hmm. Because that was his thing. Yeah. Fun fact, when he was going to different houses, mm-hmm. he used to shit in random people's... You better stop. <laughs> Don't you even finish that. What are you going to say? Well, he used to shit in random people's houses, stop. and then he would get off on them having to clean it up. Just, like, shit on the floor? Yeah, he would just, like, shit on the floor. Stop. And then he would, like, get off on them having to find it and clean it up. Who the fuck shit on my floor? <laughs> yeah, like, who does that? It's... Get the dog! Get the dog! <laughs> this looks a little too big for the dog. I don't know. <laughs> you shit in people's houses? Yep. You're like, can't wait for them to find this one. I know. Oof. And you're getting paid to paint these people's houses, and you're just going to, like, That's shit on their up. floor. That's fucked up. Do they, I wonder if any of them ever suspected, you think the painter did this? I know. Like, what? Well, who else would shit on the floor? I don't know. Exactly. Like, they had to blame the dog or yes. something. Yes. Poor yes. dog got a, got a spanking nose shoved in it. It's like, ma, this wasn't even me. Like, <laughs> this smells nothing like me. No! <laughs> yeah. Well, after the widow watched Aspert play all these fucked up games with her kids for ten nights straight, she agreed to marry him after only ten days of knowing him. But when it was the widow's turn to play Albert's, you know, games then in his, like, little fantasies that he's got in his spank bank. Yeah. She only lasted in the marriage for between seven and ten days. This was his shortest marriage. Mm. And that's where we're going to end this.
That wasn't a short episode. No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking funny. I know, and like, there's so much more, and that's the sad part. (sighs) Wusado, lady love, wusado. This is gonna be rough. Oh my god, it's midnight? Is it midnight? Yeah, it is. It's 12 on 9. Oh, I gotta work at 6. Oh, damn, Lady Love. <laughs> oh, sorry, Lady Love. It's okay, Lady Love. I had taken that two-hour nap. I fucked myself anyway. <laughs> well, thank goodness for the two-hour nap, because if not, you would be exhausted right now. I know. So, you know. Yeah. Sunny side. True. Okay. True. But, yeah. Well, so I guess we'll pick up with this next week. Yeah. But, if you like us, follow us on Facebook at Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms. Oh my. If you follow us on Instagram and you want to see cute pictures of kitties and all that stuff, (laughs) you can find us at Cat Moms Oh My Podcast. Okay. Man, what's our Twitter? If you like to tweet, we're not very great tweeters. We just never have been. Like, are we the generation that misses tweets? Not really, because people in our generation tweet. Yeah, I'm just not good at tweeting. I'm just not a tweeter. Yeah, me neither. I'm really bad at it. I actually got a notification on my phone today, and it was like, you're being signed out of Twitter. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I don't even remember the password. <laughs> Do you remember the name? Yeah. it's uh, You can follow us on Twitter at catmomsonmypod. Or you can email us <laughs> at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Yahoo! <laughs> I definitely know that one. I know. And then our last one is the Patreon. Yes. Listen, get on the Patreon. It has exclusive stuff. We got drunk one night. We decided to turn on microphones. It was probably not the tits, but we did it anyways. Yeah, and we thought it was funny, and I think other people thought it was funny. But we do have the Lady Love Drunken Disorderly series that we're going to be doing, which we do have to record another one of those soon. We have to get drunk to record one, I know. one of those. We tried to get drunk the other day, but it was just, I was tired. My yeah. eyes were burning. I came upstairs. I passed out within five minutes. I was like, I'm going to watch some TV. <laughs> <laughs> out, Lady Love. I woke up. I'm like, where am I? Are there still people outside? Three o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, no. I passed out at like, I think one something. DJ was still here, and I was like, I was trying so hard because everybody was like still going, and I was like, Really? I'm tired. I've been up since five in what the morning. What time did people leave? I think Dev came to bed at like almost three. What the fuck? Yeah, it was like two something when he came into bed. Wow. Yeah. But I was asleep now. I was out. I was out, out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm old now. Like, one o'clock in the morning is late for me. I know, I'm having such a struggle with this night show because it's like midnight. I'm like, I wish I was in bed. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to sleep right now. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. Oh, wait, the Patreon. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Um, you can join us on our Patreon at our $5 level. Five, 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 dollar, 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 level, level, level. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> at patreon.com forward slash. Cat Moms Oh My. Mm. Nailed it. We'll yeah. rock you at the end. I know. But, but we got it. <laughs> We're getting it. Because I have no idea where the fuck I put the paper. I, I, don't, have, I don't know how it got lost. I don't know. We had that paper for so long. And then all of a sudden I was like, do you have the paper? I was like, oh, I thought it was with his. Oh, no. Is it with that? Oh. Shit, we lost the paper. <laughs> I know. I'll go through it. Of course, it. the only paper that we had with everything written out on it. Yeah, I know. I don't know how that happened. It's great. But yeah, 
We'll see you next week, guys. Good night. Goodbye.